Hello, everybody. This is Ron Legrand. If you are on this call for a Q&A tonight for Gold Club members, you are on the right call. There are two types of folks on this call tonight. There are Gold Club members and there are non-Gold Club members. The Gold Club members may ask questions and participate in the conversation one-on-one -on -one by getting in the queue with our host tonight, Shante, and she can be reached at star zero. Careful, you only hit star zero once. If you hit it twice, you just knock yourself back out, so you'll have to hit it a third time to get back into her. She will put you in the queue to talk in order. And tonight I have property information sheets. I have nine of them, but only from two folks. One of those is Linda Hall from Ohio. And another one of those is Gary Lyman, who has submitted, he says 11. I say 8, because that's all I've got, Gary, if you're listening, from New York. Both of you two folks definitely need to get in the queue here when you get a chance. Anybody else that wants to ask questions of any sort also have to do so by hitting star zero. If you are not a Gold Club member, I think this would be a good day to join the Gold Club. It's only $59 a month. The benefits are just enormous. The membership site is available for your perusal, and uh, it's kind of a long list. So I'm not going to get into that tonight, but I can tell you that if you have any interest in real estate, and I assume you do if you're on this call, you should get to Gold Club right now and join it so that next time we have this conversation, you can participate and send me property information sheets as well. I'm going to go over my list of where's Ron going to be in the next couple of months before we get started. In the meantime, get your questions written down and go ahead and get in the queue so Shantae can stack you up in order. I am heading for Branson, Missouri tomorrow to work with our masters for a couple of days at our mastermind meeting. We do that once a year. And after that, next week, I'll be heading to Cincinnati to do my quick start school there. If you happen to be in the L.A. area, I'll be at the LA, uh, in L.A. on the 17th, which is this coming Saturday, for an all-day seminar with Phyllis Rockauer and the Loves, who are hosts of their local RIAs out there, also both students of mine and longtime friends. If you uh, live in that area and you don't know how to reach one of those, just get a hold of our office and we'll guide you to the right place, location, and so forth. Cincinnati starts next uh, Wednesday. I think I got a few of you on the call tonight that I'll see there. Next month, I'm going to be in San Diego on the 4th through the 7th for my San Diego Quick Start School. Looking forward to that, especially getting out there and dealing some of those high-end houses out there, which are my favorite. I'll also be doing a one-day for my friend Josh Caldwell in Pittsburgh on the 14th of June. If you're not aware of that one and you're in that area, contact our office or contact Josh. And my business management school is also in June on the 18th, 19th, and 20th of June here in Jacksonville. We do that one twice a year. Also one of my favorites to teach because people need that one so, so bad. All right. Uh, well, let me see. i got a couple of July events, so you guys should probably get down on your paper there tonight because I'm sure you're going to be at one of these. And that is on July 10th and 11th, I'm doing my first last and only uh, big chunks or big money in big chunks event which is a two-day seminar on higher-end houses in the pretty house business it's not about buying houses rehabbing them coming up with cash or any of that it's about doing um, lease options owner financing in the higher-end houses uh, either acts or staying in them and making a really big money six figures on each house without any risk or capital investment now you should be getting a letter on that when, uh, well, so in the very near future, actually, uh, if you're on this call tonight. So keep your eye on that. But July the 10th and the 11th are the dates. And we're going to simulcast that two-day event for those of you who cannot make it here in Jacksonville and do it live. If you're interested in that event and want to be there live, you better get the information quickly and get in it because we're taking 50 folks in it and, and the rest will have to watch online. That's a pretty exciting two-day event where we're actually going to do some large deals while we're in class. On July 16th through the 19th, I'll be in Pittsburgh with Josh Caldwell, and I'll be doing my quick start boot camp there. 
And in fact, right after that, we have a, our mastermind meeting with the RIA group leaders from all over the country. On the 26th of July, I'll be in Raleigh with a one-day fast-track workshop with uh, the Raleigh group. The Raleigh group is sponsoring that. Chuck Jurgens is uh, putting that on for me. And last, in uh, July the 23rd through the 25th, I'll be in Jacksonville doing our implementation boot camp, which will be the second one. The last one was a smash hit. You guys should also be getting information on that. If you have interest in having us set up all your systems, do all the work, and, and literally uh, systemize your business in three days while you sit there and watch and uh, somebody standing behind you while you're putting, uh, while you're using your tools on your computer and training you how to do them correctly, then that's something you ought to explore as well. Uh, I'm going fishing in August, so Ron Legrand is out of touch. First two weeks of August, I'll be on a cruise and three days worth of fishing in Alaska. And frankly, I'm not going to think about anything during that time but but fishing. So. With that said, uh, let me see what else I got here. I got a, um, you guys, I hope you all got the Friday online version of the newsletter last Friday and watched the video I did with Nick. Nick happens to be our computer technician in our office. But Nick did a really simple deal from 1,200 miles away and made $25,000 doing it. Uh, I think it was a $189,000 house. So you guys ought to go back and watch that video because Nick will explain to you. All he did was take a subject to, wait to, until a tenant moved out, and then sold it on a lease purchase and didn't have any idea about Michigan law. Um, had to start from scratch knowing nothing. And frankly, I had very little input in that deal with him, so don't be thinking it's because of me. But, you know, I gave him my two cents worth. But. Uh, Nick did that deal on his own. So you guys go back and watch that video. It's kind of a, an inspiring video, and it clearly shows you. You don't even have to be in the same city that the uh, house you're doing business is in. All right, and last on my list, if you have not registered for the upcoming summit in September, what the heck are you waiting on? Uh, it's September the 3rd through the 7th, and I can tell you for certainty that the uh, brand new Embassy Suites that we're going to be in is going to be full, most likely by the end of June, according to the hotel itself, because they're filling up fast. And I can understand why at $99 a night, and that includes free breakfast, and you get a suite in the process. I sure can have the hotel will be full long before the event starts. So you guys, if you're going to register, please do it now, and we'll get you a confirmation, and you can, and you can immediately call and get your hotel. Uh, Register for the event at um, RES, that's Real Estate Summit, that's all we could think of, RES 2014. That'll tell you all about the summit, and we still got discounts there. Go register now. You can get about $400 off if you get there registering right now. And it's not a very expensive summit, but we are working on it daily and packing it with an awful lot of cool stuff that you guys are going to want, and really, really neat stuff. Not to mention we're giving away $100,000 worth of prizes, cash and gifts. All right, Shantae, do we have someone in the queue waiting on me? Yes, we do. And who first would that we be? Have, first, we have Gary Lyman. Gary, please go ahead. Gary, first in there tonight, aren't you, man? All right. How are you? Hey, Ron. How are you doing this evening, sir? And you are from New York. Yeah, Manchester, New York. I'm sitting here looking at this long letter Gary wrote. He's a truck driver. And, and, to, and to sum this all up, he's very busy, works his tail off, drives the trucks on the road all of his life, still find time to do real estate. And I will see you in Cincinnati, I see, next week. You're going to be at the boot camp to learn the ropes. And yes. you, learn, you learn to me driving down the highway, listening to my commercial on probably Fox Radio. Am I correct? I was on a local radio station out of Syracuse. So I heard you. Okay. And uh, so then you responded, and here you are now sending in leads, heading for your first boot camp. And are you trying to get out of being a truck driver, Gary? Eventually, yes. Okay. You know, I've got a son-in-law that's a truck driver. Same as you, man. He comes and goes, mostly goes, stops in every now and then, <laughs> and uh, always on the road. Yeah, I do a dedicated account right now, but I heard your commercial, and I got all your uh, book training and your online training, got that complete. Got your VA. I got my VA set up, and the VAs did all these property sheets for me. Yeah, I see that, which we're going to go over here. Now, I only got eight of them, Gary. I don't know where you got If you sent three more, I didn't get them. Okay. I, I, pay, I, I put page numbers on them. Maybe they didn't come through. I don't know. 
Well, no, I've, you've got the deals numbered one through eight. So, okay, so uh, nine, ten, and eleven didn't come through then. No, nope. that's all right. I'll bring them on Cincinnati. Uh, you can do that. All right. Um, Gary's kind of a normal example here. He's had our VA generate leads from him, and I guess these all came from online, right, Gary? Oh uh, yes. Okay. Well, I'm looking at eight, and out of that eight, you have six who have said no and two who have said yes to one of the important questions in the middle. Okay. Now, have you talked to any of these eight? Not of the first eight. The only ones I talked to were 10 and 11, so I guess I didn't put that in there, and somehow nine got mixed up and get to it. But no, I just got these on last Friday, so I haven't had a chance to talk to any of them yet. All right. Well, you should call all of them because okay. I'll bet you'll discover that your six that said no, there's probably one or two yeses in that group by themselves. Okay. And if you'll notice, several of these, the seller would not give our VA their mortgage amount even after three rebuttals yeah. of trying. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, however, when they know they got the principal on the telephone, they just blurt it out and don't even give us any, any resistance whatsoever. So your first assignment is to call all eight of them and to do that, you can, well, you'll actually get the book next week with the scripts in it, but you've got the X course now, and you actually you've got the manual that came with the virtual training. Yes, and I, and I do have the script for the, uh, even the uh, uh, mortgage uh, script in case they want to refuse that, and I can read that to them. Okay. Well, if you look at those scripts when you get a chance, mm -hmm. you'll see there's one in there for you to call back. When the seller, when you're not sure what the seller wants to do, okay, and that's kind of my favorite script. It says something like, "Listen, there's several ways I can buy your house. One would be with owner financing, and one would be on a lease purchase. Uh, what I can't do is pay you all cash at retail price. So if you're interested in talking terms, I'm happy to come look. If not, not much I can do for you. Should I come look? Okay." You take that script and read it. Now, if you still get a no, and you will on a lot of them, Gary, you've done your job. The VA's done their job. You just can't work with them. Okay. And 60 to 75 percent of them will be no. Okay. So you've got several here on number one, for example. Guys listening, if you want to take down these numbers, you can. I'm going to go through them rather quickly because, honestly, there's no sense in spending time on the ones that I know are a no. We're going to talk a little bit about the ones that are yes and tell Gary what to do with them. But uh, we've got a house here that the um, we're going to go right down the line, Gary, starting with number one, free and clear. Okay. And um, asking price is 349 and the seller says it's only worth 307 And I and I took down the assessment from the website, and it said last year was 296 assessed. Uh, Gary, you need to ignore assessments. Okay. They have nothing to do with the market value of a property. Gotcha. However, my point was the seller actually wants $40,000 more than they think it's worth. Okay. So right off the bat, what kind of seller we got? Mm, somebody up in the clouds. The answer is a time waster. Correct. Yeah, time waster. Okay. Number two, refuse to disclose the um, lender or the mortgage balance, it looks like, and said no, they will not uh, <coughs> lease purchase. And we don't even know if it's free or clear. However, at the bottom, after three rebuttals, he couldn't get the loan amount. Uh, does not look like you've got a prospect there, but you just don't know until you call them back. And that's a $200,000 house. But it looks like there might be a little equity above that because your comp showed two and a quarter. So certainly worth a call, Gary. Okay. Same script on all of them. When you okay. get to the end of that script, you'll know whether you need to proceed or not. Okay. Okay, your third one. This was an interesting one. Uh, the house, she's asking a half a million for it. And I, did comps. I didn't write comps on there, but the comps are way lower, right around the Matter of fact, 293,000 range. A lot of the houses in that area. So, well, it doesn't make much difference because it's clear at the bottom she just wants to sell it outright anyway. Yeah. So scratch it and don't worry about it anymore. Okay. 
All right, number four. We got a um, asking price of 160 and that's about what the seller thinks it's worth, and that's what your comps say it's worth. It is free and clear, and yes, they will own or finance. All right. Well, you okay. tell me, Gary, what's the next thing you should do once you learn they will own or finance and it's free and clear? What's the next? What's what's what do you want to know next? Um, actually, go into the scripts and talk it over with them and get in to see the house. And which script would you use? I it's the uh, for I don't know exactly one. I got to pull it up. Well, I know which one to go to though. Okay. Because um, I got them in my book and I got them listed. You got them there. I'm not in front of me right now. I should, yeah, matter of fact, I do. Matter of fact, I got the manual right in front of me. All right, good. Go find those scripts. And I'd like okay. for you to read me the one you're going to read the seller. Uh, example two. Equity. Equity. Now, it should be easy to find, Gary, because it's the one that says. Example three A, is that the one? Use this script when the house is free and clear, and the, and the seller says yes, they will own or finance. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, the script on page 91, at least the uh, virtual training book. Well, it says, uh, hi, and whoever is, um, My name is Urin. You're going to be calling me. Y-U-R-E-N. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, Gary calling about your house you discussed with me, my assistant, uh, yesterday. Do you have a minute? Yeah, sure. Okay, I've got all the facts here. You've indicated you've entertained, uh, um, let's see. Wait, slow down, Gary. Trying to read it too fast. Slow down. Okay. Try to pretend it's you and me talking across the table at uh, Wendy's. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, this is a yes with okay. It's you to entertain taking monthly payments if we can agree on a price and terms. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I did say something along that line. Okay. What's the least you'd accept if we can agree on terms? Uh well I'm asking one uh, fifty nine nine that's a pretty fair price I think that's what it's worth. Is that the best you could do? Well I don't know what you have in mind. Um, from what I learned from your training uh, I'm not saying anything at the moment. No I'm asking you a question you've got to respond. Oh gotcha. <coughs> yeah um, what you have in mind? Uh, I see it's 159.9, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm asking. 159.9. Mm-hmm. How you about 150? If I take any less, didn't you? How about 150? Yeah. So you're gonna make me an offer on the phone? I haven't even seen the house. Uh, no. <clears throat> That's a smart thing. We'll to make do, it. Right? A, no. Can All right, I'm gonna minute. turn this around, Gary. Okay. You are now urine. Okay. And if we had that name, we'd change it, wouldn't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Ready? Yes. Hi, right, is this your? Yes. Uh, my assistant called you on the house yesterday that uh, you have on um, Woodboro Street, uh, Woodburn Street, and I'm uh, calling to follow up. You got a sec? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, Urin, you indicated here that you would um, uh, take your equity in uh, monthly payments, correct? Yes. All right. Um, you're asking 159.9 for this house. Um, what? Uh, how much could you come down below that if we come to terms on the rest of it? Mm, I'd say 150. 150. All yeah. right. May I assume you'll sell with nothing down? Yes. Oh, don't make it so easy on me, man. Make me work a little. Um, five thousand. Five thousand. Uh, so five thousand is the least you take down. Hmm. Maybe three thousand. Okay. What do you have in mind for a monthly payment? What's the best you can do for me there? Mm, let me see. On a hundred and fifty thousand dollar house, I'd say thousand dollars. 
Well, um, Aaron, that's probably a little high, but I'll tell you what, we can work out the rest of the details when I get out there. I've got the information I need, and I mostly wanted to find out if you were flexible. Then I need to come see the house, and I'll know whether we can work together before, we, before I leave. Uh, so uh, you want me to come take a look? Definitely. All right. What time would you like to have me out there? Uh, tomorrow at 4 o'clock. All right. Now, we're done. Was that hard? No, not at all. All right. Now, we do have to go to the appointment script. Which I'm here right here now on the page. All right. Read me the appointment script. Okay. I'm, I'm ready? Yeah. Uh, okay. But I have a couple more questions. All right. Are you the only owner of the house? Oh, no. I got my wife. Well, I need all owners present which when they come and anyone else you need there involved in making the decisions. Okay? Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, sure she'll be here. Okay, great. Okay, last question. If I come to your house and like what I see... We agree on the details. Are you ready to make a decision now and get some paperwork done while I'm there? Uh, yeah, I guess so. What um, say next? If you get all the right That's answers, get the appointment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. I'm now sure listen. All all you got to do is practice that so you don't sound like you're reading it, and you got it. Yeah. Okay. You, you do it five or six times, and you, did you hear me read? Did I didn't read the script word for word, did I? No. Two reasons. One, I don't have it in front of me. Another, I just got the gist of it. I don't care if it's word for word. Okay. Just the points. All right? Okay. Okay. All right, so let's move on here. Number five. It's a no and a time waster and a cheap okay. house to boot. Okay? Let's go to number six. It's a no on um, lease purchase. And down at the bottom, after three rebuttals, we can't get a loan bounce. And they're asking almost exactly what it's worth. So again, you got to call them and see if the no really means no. Okay. Number seven. Uh, well, uh, it is uh, would not disclose balance. Looking for an outright sale, which tells me. They don't want to mess with any terms, so pretty much a time waster. Okay. okay number eight, you get a yes on um, owner financing again. So, gosh, out of your eight leads, two of them said they'll owner finance, which are my favorite kind, Gary. Okay. See, we have a house here that they're asking 149. They think it's worth 149. You give me no comps, so let's assume it is for now. It's free and clear, and they'll owner finance. So, is this not a carbon copy of the first one we did? Yes. All right. So you got to get that script out, and you got to read it, make the appointment, and then of course you need to know what kind of contract to take over there, which I'll cover with you next week. Uh, that in this case, that would be the purchase and sale agreement right on the Go Club site, and you just. Fill I like it out. the checklist that they have on there, which is real helpful. Yeah, which checklist are you referring to? Uh, there's oh well, there's one for the acts. I was trying to find is there a, um, a checklist for the owner of financing, or just for the acts right now? A checklist for what? To do what? Uh, all, all the paperwork you have to make sure you get done in the process. Uh, I know there's, that, there's checklists for all of those deals on there, but those are to go in your file folder. You don't you. need to worry about that for what paperwork you get need to get done right now. Those okay. checklists are designed after you get a contract. Gotcha. You'll look in your boot camp manual. It'll tell you which contracts you need where. Mm -hmm. And... Um, there's plenty of videos on the Gold Club site on how to fill out contracts. And then when you get to the boot camp itself, there will be an hour and a half DVD taped to the front of the manual where I go over all of them that are in the boot camp manual, literally for an hour and a half. Okay. Okay? So okay. next week, Gary, I want you to bring, uh, I would prefer you call all of these no's first. Mm-hmm. If they turn into yeses, bring them. Bring any other yeses you get between now and then and load yourself up with yeses, and by the time you leave, you should have some deals orally accepted. Okay. All right? So you're Thank on you. the right track, doing the right things. Now let's convert these to money. Definitely. Any questions? Uh, no. I think I got it down. I mean, I'll get a hold of all these uh, sellers and try to get yeses out of them. All right. Welcome to Planet Ron. Thank you. All right. See you next week. Uh, definitely. I can't wait to meet you, sir.
All right. Shantae, who's next? Next we have Sharon Lee Chappelle. Sharon Lee, please go ahead. Go ahead, Sharon. Where are you from? Hey, Ron. I've got your picture on my wall now. So, so every time I'm talking to one of my customers, I keep hearing you saying, is it a waste of time, or is it, are they time wasters, or are they not? <laughs> I, thought were, I thought you were putting my picture up there because your uh, roach repellent wasn't working too well. I thought <laughs> No, it's quite an actually, you know, it's I, I it's really uh, the, you, the mentoring you do is fabulous, and it, it's inspiring because I I now don't deal with time wasters in the rest of my life either. <laughs> so gently, very gently, but I still don't bother with it anymore. It's a great philosophy to have. Yeah, whack them. Yeah, whack them. That's good. <laughs> so I got a couple of questions. Uh, one is, have the videos of how to fill out the forms been updated? Because I know the forms have been updated. The forms really haven't been updated, Sharon. I don't know where you got that at. Um, well, yeah, some of your some of your some of your uh, forms have been legally updated. Some of the uh, oh, ones to get just, people to sign. Uh, that, but that was just a couple of things in there that they fixed it correct. They didn't really change the forms much. Not, not even enough for you to be concerned about. Just use the new All right. one other than the old one, but no. Um, there's videos right on the Gold Coast site so about any kind of form you want to fill out. Yeah, okay. No, I, I'm really glad to hear about that big money and big chunks because it's been dawning on me slowly, unfortunately. I come with a two-by-four when I was born. But um, it's dawned on me that the same amount of, I, I'm figuring that the same amount of work I'm doing for a 200000 or 165000 or uh, 250000 I can do for a higher priced home. I just have, it just, I'm just wondering how, because um, I go to, I, when I advertise, I obviously I advertise on Craigslist and there's the, the back page and all those sites you have. Do people that are are wanting to buy a higher priced home is there a different place that I should should be advertising the home? Is there a different way I should be advertising? And the second question is, still don't know how I can keep the money in my pocket um, if the house is if if I'm not talking about really a free and clear one. I'm talking about one that has a mortgage. I still have to, whatever money I keep as an option fee, I still have to put it on top of whatever price that I've agreed to with the seller. And so sometimes it might make, especially with a higher priced house, I imagine it would be too much, and that will restrict me being able to put money in my pocket. I'll have to give them some. Is that my thinking right or wrong? Gosh, I don't know what you're thinking, but let me. Uh, <laughs> it's let what me I'm standing at. Which question do you want me to answer first, the first one or the second one? Well, you know, I'm a woman. I answer the last one first. Right. <laughs> I think I heard you say that you're concerned about. Right, you put it under agreement for price A. Let's call it five hundred thousand. Okay. And now you are um, assigning your option. Yes. All right. Well, there's two ways to do that, and it is true that assigning your option may not work so well on the high-end houses because let's just take your half a million dollar house. Uh, I'm not going to put anybody in it less than 40 or 50 grand out of their pocket. Right. What we call that, I want a bunch of money. Somebody who's putting up a bunch of money like that is probably going to want credit for that money toward their down payment when they get ready to refinance and take that loan out. Right. Got it? And, and the only way to do it is to say, I sell them the house for 540000 or 550000 That is correct. So if you have an option to buy it for five hundred, from uh, and your, your company is ABC Corp. Right. That's the name your lease is in. Then ABC Corp now lease options it to the new tenant buyer for 540 showing a $40,000 down payment. Follow me so far? Yep. Okay. And then after that deal is done, they assign that lease and option back to the seller and get the seller to tear up the one between them and ABC Corp. Right. The only problem with that is if it puts the price so high that I have to do a long lease. No, you do not, Sharon. That's, I don't know where you're getting that. That's strictly in your head. 
the price is all relevant to what the buyer wants to pay. And just so you'll know, if I were to send 10 appraisers to appraise that half million dollar house, I would get 10 different numbers and they could be easily a $100,000 variance between the numbers. Easily. Because that's the way it is on a higher price house. So what's the best? So that's the way it is, so period. And the higher price house you uh, get, the harder it is for anybody to, to determine exactly what it's worth and the variances are going to be huge. Huge. Okay. So that's clear enough. But which is what? Which is the best scenario that works with a higher price house? Obviously, it's not as good to assign it. So, is the best seller financing? Oh, seller financing, because then you can make your your better deal. We always shoot hard for seller financing, and then we revert to lease option if we can't get that. Got it. You tell me. All right. You're going to, you're going, you're looking at a five hundred and forty thousand dollar house. Would you rather buy it or lease it as a as a buyer? As a buyer? Would you rather buy it with owner financing or lease purchase it from me? Which would you prefer to do? You're going to live in it. Oh well, I I'm going to live in it. Well, it wouldn't matter to me. Well, I'd like to get credit from what I'm paying, so uh, I guess it would be not that question. No? You would always rather buy it. You'd rather own the house than lease purchase it. So you still have, yeah. I guess so. You're owning it more. That's true. You're owning it more. You're owning it. Period. I'm selling it to you with owner financing, whereas I, other way, I'm only leasing it to you with the right to buy it. You don't own it until you. Ah. Uh. So you, so a buyer would always rather own it than lease it. So uh, it makes it easier for you to get the larger amounts of money when you're offering it with owner financing than it does if you're offering. Right, it. obviously, yeah. So okay, so my first question then was, is there a be is there a different place that I advertise the house to find yes. uh, a buyer? Yes, you you would advertise it the same places that you would on a lower end, um, but. You're probably going to have to do an internet campaign on Facebook. Facebook targeting is the thing now. And for those of you listening that don't know what Facebook targeting is, it isn't likely what you think it is. Uh, in a nutshell, I can go put in a series of search words to find people that I think might be a good target for my ad, and then I can have my ad show up only on their Facebook pages. So I find my target market first, then I hit them directly with my ad. So the, the big bang for the buck is a whole lot better than just throwing ads out there into outer space hoping somebody cares. Uh, and that's so that's a price. Price uh, per ad? Uh, yeah, it's a pay-per-click. Okay. Now another thing that I'm going to want to do is get a video on uh, YouTube, and you can do that by using Animoto, uh, which is a... Um, you can, put, you can put music behind your video, and your video is nothing more than slides of the house. Uh, that should be done on YouTube, but you've got to make sure that you put a way for them to contact you or your website by watching that video, which means you've got to have the phone number and the uh, email address in the videos, and you should also have a description of the house underneath the video with good search words in it, and that will probably help you to get right to the front page of Google. Right. 50% uh, of the people don't know what I just said. You probably also should have a an ad on LinkedIn. I mean, what kind of people go on LinkedIn? The kind of people you want for your $502 million house or whatever. Right. Put an ad on there. And, of course, you need one on Craigslist, and, of course, you need one on all the FISBO sites you can get them on, uh, all the free sites that you can get them on. So, and does it take, what's the, what's the average time it takes to sell a, a higher priced home? There's no way to answer that, Sharon. Anybody gives you an answer to that, they're making it up. Really? <laughs> There's no okay. way. It depends on the home, the location, the terms, whether you're offering terms or not. You're offering terms. That's all you need to know. Yeah. But just for the record, suppose we put this house under contract and we can't find a buyer. Well, I know it doesn't cost me anything. Correct. Except for the clicks. So, so what, what? Okay, you might have to pay a little bit of money to get clicks. So what? Compare that <laughs> to what other businesses do and all the risks they take and the money they put out. Fair enough. Well, I'm going to go that direction. Just see what that's like. That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, 
Well, um, I mean, implementation boot camp coming up in July is something you also ought to consider. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. They show, to, they show you how to do buying and selling camp. I mean, we just did this last one, uh, whenever it was, a month ago or so. We drove in 254 FISBO sheets from sellers alone in one day. And we only had oh. 12, 12 people in the class, 12 entities. <laughs> so yes. uh, there's a whole lot you can do out there when you get the right computer minds in it. And they, uh, it really ain't all, it's not all that complicated. All right, let's move well, on. You got any thank more you. Questions? Nope, that's it. Thank you. Shantae, who's next? Next, we have Mark from Pittsburgh. Mark, hey, Mark. go ahead. Hey, Ron. How you doing? Hey, Ron, how are you today? I'm good, good. Can you hear me okay? I can, loud and clear. Okay, great. <clears throat> I sent in a property information sheet. I guess you didn't get it in time. Um, nope. I don't know. Did you see anything for me? Uh, nope. 2004 McKinney. Anyway, it's a, um, it's a property that I... I got a, a hold of a friend of mine told me about his his uh, wife has this house with her ex-husband, and um, it's been vacant for a couple of years actually. And uh, he's still he's paying the the loan on it, which is about nine hundred and seventy bucks a um, a month PITI, and uh, he owes about a hundred and thirteen left on a um, on his refi that he did about five years ago. Okay. What's the He's RV? got a decent. The ARV is is only about 120, and it needs about 15,000 work. So he's upside down. Okay. But he is interested in uh, <clears throat> doing some kind of lease purchase or something on it. I'm assuming that this is one that I would want to axe and not try to get involved in because there's no equity. Absolutely, but you want to get it under contract to buy it subject to. Okay, subject to. Yeah. He ain't never going to sell his house, a lease purchase. Who's going to lease purchase it from him with all that work needed when he owes as much on it as it's worth? Right. He said that he would be willing to put new carpet and paint and uh, s some other things, but, you know, the, the kitchen's kind of older and it needs the central air unit. I was thinking maybe you could get someone to buy it with the, just cleaning up the kitchen and not have them put the central air in later. Again, you can sell it work for equity, Mark, but you don't want to, you don't want to put much work or effort in it because no matter what you do, you're not going to make much money out of it. You'll be lucky to get five grand out of it. Right. And uh, he said he would he would do the carpet and paint, and he has about five grand he would spend fixing it up himself. Well, I'd tell him, you keep your five grand and let me see if I can't get somebody in it as is, and I'll take whatever I can get out of them, period. We're done. Okay. The problem with, in Pennsylvania, the transfer tax is so high, I ended up spending... Uh, couple thousand dollars in transfer tax. All right. How much is your transfer tax? It's uh, two and a half percent in that area total. Well, that's something your buyer pays then, so the lease purchase would be your right answer. You put it under contract for a lease purchase, assign that contract to your buyer and let them worry about it. Okay. And what do you think I could expect to get, about five grand? Yeah. Okay. Should I still try to have the owner fix it up and get it nope. looking more presentable? I wouldn't. Now, you, now you're putting the owner at risk. Now he goes and puts five grand in the house, and nothing happens, and be all upset at you. And you know why? Uh, let the owner get it cleaned up and presentable. That's all he needs to do. The carpet's a mess and half torn up, and I'd take the they had some water damage. Tell the owner from a frozen pull, pipe. Tell the owner to pull the carpet out. Period. Put it in a dumpster. Have it hauled off. And if it needs the pad replaced, then pull it all out right down to the bare floor. If the owner was smart, he'd at least have the padding replaced. I've done that many times. No carpet, just a pad. If the floor looks really nasty, okay. and let it go. But, uh, I mean, what has he got to lose by uh, letting you put it on the market as is? Uh, but as is, if you, the, more, the more nastiness you can get out of it, the easier it is to move as is. Right. If he goes, if he goes and throws money at this thing, I mean, the, the best he's going to do is get, get his money back. But, but if he puts five grand in his house and he wants you to get it back for him, then how are you going to get paid? Well, he he really doesn't care about getting it back. He just wants to be done. He doesn't want to take a credit hit uh, 
and walk away or try to do a short sell or anything like that. It's yeah. very simple, Mark. Listen, let me try to do it for you as is. Here's what I want you to do. Boom, 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 and I'll get it out on the market. Let's see what happens. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So you think I could, I could make some money on that then? I, I'm not that familiar with that. Actually. Yeah. Well, there ain't much to it. You lease option it from him, and you assign that lease to a tenant buyer. Okay. Yeah, I think it would work because it, to rent that house would be eleven hundred or twelve hundred bucks a month, and his payment's nine seventy. Somebody would. So the buyer has a decent deal there, and then I just do it like the uh, final amount due. I guess would would that be the, uh, Mark, the loan I balance? Could, I could have the deal done in the time we're just talking about it here. It's there's nothing to it. You're lease optioning okay. it for what he owes. You're assigning that lease for five grand. You're getting a check. You're done. Okay. Good. Can you tell him a thinker brain? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Okay. I'm I'm working. But even on thinker it. brains are allowed to make money. They just get okay. it slower. <laughs> okay. Get off All right, sounds, thank you, Ron. All right, Shantae, what's up? Next we have Linda Hall. Linda, please hey, go ahead. Hey, Linda, okay, I got a deal from you, don't I? Where are you from again? New Ohio. Yes, hi. All right. Uh, 183 asking, and gosh, you got three comps for a mile apart. You got one for 239. Is that a fair comp? Well, that's a house very similar to the this one, except it's a show place inside, whereas this yeah. one is not. Okay, so okay and sold in one day. So 183 is a good R. And yes, yeah, it is. Three and clear, and yes, they will own or finance it. Well, there's, but they, they say yes, but they're skeptical, you know. Well, what does that mean? Did you talk? Well, about they keep saying they keep. Yes, I have. I I talked to them twice, and I uh -huh. uh, found out because they said, well, we were thinking about renting it, but we didn't want to mess with that. I don't blame. And you. I said, oh, I can. <laughs> Why don't you I and said, I? Well, have I can it. show you. All right, listen, stop. Huh? You're the seller. I'm me. You're going to be skeptical. Mm -hmm. Ready? I'm calling you back. Mm -hmm. Linda, I, uh, my assistant talked to you the other day, and I got all the information on your house, and it looks like you're willing to take monthly payments for your equity. Is that correct? I'm not sure. You're not sure? I kind of, what I want to do is just get rid of it. I just want to sell the house and be done with it. I, uh -huh. I don't want to have any hassles. So are you saying the only way you'll sell it is to cash out of it, Linda? I'm not sure. I'd like to talk about it some more. Well, I can I can um, probably work with you on a land contract. You know what that is, don't you? No, I don't. All right. It's pretty simple, pretty standard in Ohio. Um, a land contract says that I'm going to make you X number of payments for X number of months until it's paid off, and at that time you'd, you uh, deed the property to me. And in our case, I just need some terms from you. And I'm simply going to go into the marketplace and find somebody to put in the house that you and I both approve and either assign my agreement to them or stay in the middle and collect from them and pay for you, one to two. Either way, you get a monthly payment on a house. You have no repair responsibility whatsoever, and sooner or later we get you cashed out. Good news is you get it sold, and you get sold for top market value. You got no commissions to pay, and you got no grief. I'm going to do it all, and I collect all my money from the buyer, Linda, none from you. How's that sound? Well, that sounds great, um, but what if they tear up the house? Well, that depends on whether I've assigned the agreement to them or stay in it, and that will be determined when I find that buyer. Either way, nobody's going to get in your house unless they put up a substantial deposit to satisfy me. Remember, that's how I get paid. So we're not renting your house. We're putting a buyer in your house, Linda. And okay. ultimately, they've got to refinance it to cash cash you out. It's not going to be a really long-term deal. Right. Should okay. Yeah. <laughs> By the time I leave, well, I'll know what I can do, and you'll decide whether you want to do it or not. Is that fair? Yes, that sounds fair. All right. Are you the only owner? My husband. 
Okay. Well, I, I, don't know how. I, I will need him here there when I come out. Okay. All right. All right. One more question. If I come out and I take a look and you like the terms and we can agree, are you ready to get some paperwork done while I'm there and sell your house? Sure. Yes. Okay. Just tell me what time to be there then. I'm on my way. Yep. All right. One of the objections they did give me is we have to talk to our accountant. Is that a, a Well, I don't back? have any problem with you talking to your accountant while you're there. You ought to see if he'll buy the house, don't you think? <laughs> I like that. Let me tell you okay. what your accountant's going to tell you, Linda. This is an yep. installment sale, and if there is any taxes to be paid, it gets paid over the whole length of the installment loan, so it spreads out your taxes. Uh, for whatever term of the arrangement is. There's, no, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you doing an installment sale on the house. Okay. Whereas if you were to sell it cash, you'd pay your taxes, um, you know, next year for the full purchase price. Right. So in this case, I'm going to get you more for the house. You don't have any work to do afterwards. It's all my responsibility, and you spread out your taxes, and sooner or later you get paid off in cash. And at that point... Uh, um, well, that won't take that long to do. So, you got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Is this the only one lead you have? Yeah, I I do have another one that um, a house is in the same neighborhood, and that this neighborhood house is selling this neighborhood in like one day. This two thirty nine comp I had on here was right. on there for a realtor, and it's it's sold at one day at that price. So, All right. well, there's two I mean, there's. There. Number one, there's no such yeah. thing as a realtor. There's no, there's no right. middle. Okay. Number two, the fact that a house sold for one day may or may not have anything to do with the neighborhood. It may be somebody okay. who fell in love with the house. You told me it was all dolled out. Right, it was. It's a show place inside, that one was. Oh. Now, there's another one that's been sitting vacant for five years. Oh. They bought it at auction five years ago for 110 they uh -huh. want 170 because they say they put a bunch of work into the house. Uh -huh. Well, it, what's the it's, R? A, it's a mess. What's the R? It, it, well, probably 200. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know what it's a mess means, and if they don't want to do terms on it, it's kind of irrelevant anyway, isn't it, Linda? Well, they're, they're, they said, we just want to get our money and get out, but, uh, uh -huh. but then in the next breath, she said they're willing to lease option it. Okay. Well, a lease option you can work with. Okay. You'll lease option it as is, and you will either assign it or sandwich lease option it as is. Okay. And that fact probably is your only play there, but you are in a land contract state, Linda. You realize in Ohio, it doesn't take you any, it doesn't take you a seller any longer to get the property back on a land contract. It does on a eviction. You should be okay. land contract. Buy, 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 buy. Buy on land contract, sell on land contract. Okay. And, and so your words are you to sell it. Wouldn't you rather sell it to me than mess around leasing it to me? On land contract, I'm buy it. That means I right, right. Tax, uh, taxes, insurance, maintenance, all my problem. Right. Okay. Okay. Are you? Am I going to see you in a boot camp next week? I plan to come. Yes. Are you registered? I may, I don't know, I was at the RIA when you were in Cincinnati a couple weeks ago. Oh, you and that's, I told him. I'm coming to your backyard, girl. You better come see me. I'm right in <laughs> And Well, they should me. have me registered. Well, you don't know? Call my office and find out. <laughs> and a bunch of leads. A bunch of leads. I, I got seven more that I haven't even wrote up yet. Yes, I got lots of leads. Okay, well, get them uh, get them uh, written up and get them called and bring them to class, and we'll help you make some money, girl. Okay, great. Can't wait. All right. Okay. See you then. Thank you. You're welcome. Shantae, who's next? Next we have Gary Lyman again. Gary, hey, please Gary. go ahead. Hey, a couple quick questions again, Ryan. What's the best time to call the sellers? I don't know that there's any answer to that. Well, yes, there is. The answer is when they pick up the phone. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Look, I and got PAs calling them all day up into the evening, and some of them answer in the morning, some in the afternoon, some in the evening. I mean, yeah. the best time traditionally is 6 to 9 p.m., but, okay. you know, who knows? You just got to call them till you reach them. 
Okay, and also when you talk about earlier about where is the best place I can find the information if the seller doesn't really know what they want to do, where is that information I can look up? You mean the script? Yeah, is there a script for uh, that? Yes. For, uh, yes. Okay. Go back Go back in your book and go beyond the ones that you and I read, and okay. you'll see another one in there, and it says at the top when you're not sure what the seller wants to do or something like gotcha. that. Gotcha. Is that, is that also on the um, your website? No. On the resources? Okay. No. You'll find that in the boot camp manual. Gotcha. And I think in the Axe course. Okay, gotcha. All right. Yeah, I'll just, okay, thank you. Shante. Next we have Charles Kawasate. Charles, please. Charles, where are you from? Where you live? Hey, Ron. I'm out of Connecticut, Ron. Okay. What's I, up, man? I picked up your course about 45 days ago. You ever hear me okay? I'm hearing you loud and clear. Charles? Okay, great. Okay. Uh, I picked up your course. And uh, I got a contract. I got a five. It, it's only worth five hundred and fifty thousand. The people want six hundred thousand. I put it for six uh, twenty-five. Owner finance. And I just uh, I just posted it like that. And my question was out to you: Is when you post, you know, your properties on the contract, like owner finance or lease purchase? or lease option, you know, do you put the numbers in there? I don't mind you putting the purchase price in there. I do not put the down payment in there and do not put the monthly payment. You ask your uh, prospects, how, what's the most you can right. pay? What's the most you can pay per month? Right. Are you buying I it? I know about the down payment part. Are you buying it for I'm something? not buying it, no. I hear you, but what's your contract say you're doing? No. You're not listening, Charles. I, your contract I'm buying you? it for uh, for 600 Okay, what's the terms? The terms is uh, 2500 a month. They want about 50 down. No, but I told them I'll put it in the market, okay. and I'll get back to you, or we'll find something. Well, that's fair. I can't promise you nothing. So now you're putting it out there at six, yeah. and a quarter, six and a quarter, so you're looking for 75 down. And at twenty five hundred a month, you're just gonna yeah okay. Well, that's fine. Right now, if somebody yeah. comes to you and they don't have seventy five, but it's only worth five fifty. No, that's not true, Charles. Yeah, you're right. Your buyer's willing to pay. I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm gonna tell everybody listening to this. Right, so listen up. It doesn't matter what it. It's on the finance. Charles, you gotta let me talk. Either I'm talking. Yeah, about yeah. Uh, you keep interrupting me, man. I'm That's sorry, Ron. I'm, I'm ex okay. excited to meet you. Bad. Well, you haven't met me yet. But it's worth what the market says it's worth. You've got nothing to lose by putting it out there at six and a quarter, man. Quit trying to uh, create a, a value. The buyers do that. And remember, there's no there's no appraiser involved here. Nobody's going to get it appraised. So you you were right on target. You just keep on doing what you're doing and seeing what and get it out there and see what the market is. Just don't name that down payment. You know what? Yeah. Put down. Somebody wants to bring you a bunch of money, like say they got fifty. Absolutely. Great. You you put it under contract for that. Uh, not not contract, but you get a deposit and receipt agreement for that. Get us get a deposit from them. Say like twenty five hundred dollars yeah. or so. You go right back to the seller and say, listen, I got yeah. a great buyer. They got fifty. Uh, however, you want fifty. So if you want this buyer, I can split it with you, but I'm not going to give it all to you. You get twenty five. I get twenty five. Yes. I understand that too, Ron. <laughs> right, so you make the same amount of money and, regardless. Hey, Ron, I got one other question. If I... Go ahead. Shoot. Okay. Shoot. When you get a uh, on a finance and you got a good spread, you want to be in the middle, right? I do, but you're not going to. Like, how do you, if you're getting, if, not in this deal, but a different deal, I'm saying. Like, the saying the rent was $500, and I was able to get $1,000 a month, right? Yep. How would I adjust that with the price? You don't. It ain't got anything to do with the price. 
It means you've got to close on but it. But they get the benefit of the payout, don't they? No, they do not. We, uh, if you're going to stay in it, Charles, you're going to physically close it, and then you're going to re resell it. You're going to be collecting the payment and making the payment. And they don't get the benefit of the pay down that you're paying your seller. They only get whatever principal they're paying you every month in that case. Ah, I see. Very it's, good. It's the same. Very as good, Rob. Right. Sandwich lease option, except instead it's a sandwich owner financing. And instead of you paying right, rent, right, collecting rent, now you're making a payment and collecting a payment. All right, let me see who else. Okay, I got now here. if I'm in the middle, right? Yep. Okay, very good, Rob. Thank you, boss. All right, sir. Thank you. Bye bye. How many more do we have? We have two more. All right. All right. Next, we have Kenny. Kenny, please go ahead. Hey, Kenny, where are you from? Hey, Ron, how you doing today? Good. Where All right, you? I got a question. I have a property uh, that I'm taking subject to. Um, it has a $7,500 lien on it. He's not exactly sure uh, why he does. He went and got refinanced at okay. one point in time, and he said this $7,500 lien uh, just kind of popped up on him. In this situation where I want to take it subject to and he's going to allow me to do that, would I want to take it in the land trust and not let the property transfer because I'm just going to push that $7,500 off on my buyer? Um, or would I just want to actually just lease the option of property from him in that situation? I don't know. You've got to give me more information. What's the loan balance? Uh, the loan balance is uh, $143 uh, plus the $7,500. The R is about uh, 210 to 205 well, and we have agreed upon a uh, 152 sales price after I went out and looked at the property. Okay, I would stay in the middle on that one. So yeah, that's what I plan on doing. I want to I want to own the property, but of course, I'll right. ask. My, I guess my question is, with I don't want to pay the $7,500 when the property transfers to me. How do I stop? There's nothing that, that says you have to. All right, so here's what you're gonna do. What state okay. are you in? Tennessee. Okay. You simply take the deed subject to and forget the 7500 because it's irrelevant anyway until somebody gets ready to cash you out, isn't it? Okay, that's what, I, that's what my question was. I didn't know if that was a, uh, the case or not when it came to liens and Take the deed, ignore thought. it. And now, uh, right. sell it with owner financing or lease purchase it. When and if you get ready to get cashed out, then you go back and negotiate a deep, deep, deep discount on that $7,500 lien. All right. And that's assuming that's you, good. you know, the uh, first thing you do when you get a contract is to have the title checked. Yep. So that, that lien may or may not attach to that house. Okay, great. All right. That was a long question. Thanks. Okay. Shantae. The next question comes from Mike. Mike, please go ahead. Where are you from, Mike? Where do you live? Hi, Ron. It's uh, Mike. I'm in California. Okay. I just have a quick question. Uh, on the, the the assignment form that you have on the Gold Club site, it says on there, whereas, and I'm thinking, you know, Axfield, uh, lease purchase, assigning it, it says a signer is party to a purchase and sale contract. Shouldn't that say uh, the uh, uh, something with regard to the lease purchase contract instead of a purchase and sale contract? It doesn't make much difference because they're all purchase and sale contracts. <clears throat> okay, but, but uh, I know that, that the actual name of the contract is a real property possession and lease agreement. Does it make any difference if uh, those words are substituted in the form? No, but if it makes you feel better, they're easy to substitute. It doesn't really matter. It ain't going to affect you. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's really all the question I had. I was just uh, curious on that. And in uh, every form that was filled out in the manuals and everything else, that uh, purchase and sale contract. Yes, I do. Well, you're attorney. Yeah, he. Yeah. Where are you that's at true. in California, Kenny? Where are you at? Southern, uh, Orange County. Well, good. Why don't you come see me Saturday? I could. Where are you going to be on Saturday? Oh, crap. You're asking me for a hotel? Wait a minute. No, I, no, I, no. I might even have that answer. Hold on here, because i got my marching papers here today. I'd probably tell you where I'm going to be sat. And nothing else, just walk in the front door if you don't know where to register, because I can't tell you that right now. Okay. Uh, sure enough, Crown Plaza at the airport. Oh, okay. I know where that's at. Start at 9 a.m. 
Sounds good. All right. See you there. Right, thank you. Bring some leads. I'm going to be processing leads Saturday. I will. Thank you. All right. Okay, Shantae, any more? There are no further questions. Well, look at that. They must know it's about quitting time. All right, guys, we have come to the end for the night. Don't forget that our next call now is the second Monday of June, which puts you on what? June the 9th. So June the 9th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And in the meantime, uh, keep those cards and letters coming. Keep those letters coming in, copies of your checks. We do put them in our building, on our walls. We, make them, uh, we put them out there for everybody to see them. So go out and get some deals done, and I'll see you uh, at a live event or next month this time. Good night. Thank you, Shantae.